One of the many components of a contract, of a star, many times, is something called bitl maidah. Bitl maidah means that you invalidate any kind of disclaimers that you may have made before, that the coming Kenyan or the contract which is being drafted was being done against your will. In order that you were sort of forced, you were under duress, you felt forced to be able to do it. So there's a concept in halacha where a person can exclaim and explain before Adam that he's doing something under duress. The following Kenyan is going to be done under duress. He doesn't really want to do it. And since that's a possibility, that's actually a halachic disclaimer, many people will try to invalidate a star by claiming that they only agreed to it under this duress. And therefore, since we don't want that to happen, we insert a clause into a star called bitul maida, which means to say we take away any possible disclaimers, we prevent or preempt every possible disclaimer that a person can say on the star, and therefore the star will remain valid. So to understand a little bit what a bitl maidah is coming to avoid, we first have to understand better what is maidah, and that's the subject of today's shir. The Gemara Chesis Abatim, the third paragraph of Abbasad Daf Memoralov, says, A person can give a maidah, can present this disclaimer, he can basically nullify the opinion that's going to happen based by giving this disclaimer. And when he does that, he doesn't have to tell Adam that they should write it down. The mere fact that he gave this disclaimer is enough to allow the Adam to write it down. Now, the Rashbam says on the side, Misha and Su, Limkar, Velizin, Eshaloi, Balkarchai, Velichlev, Shtar, Mechirim, Atarab, Ve'edim, someone who they're forcing him to give away something that belongs to him, and to write a Shtar Mechira, or a Shtar Matana in front of Edim. Tzarech Lahidiya, Kaidim Lachain, Lashay Edim, he has to inform to Edim prior to this, the Loimer, and to tell them, Deulachem, you should know, Shemechira Zu, I Matana, Oy Matana Shal Sada Zu, Shani writes the last place, the Pliny, Shalaiburat, and now she is. I'm doing this against my will. He is forcing me against my will. And there shouldn't be any substance to the star that I'm going to write. Today or tomorrow I'm going to take him to Bezin. And I'm going to disqualify the star based on your testimony. That I presented this moida, this disclaimer in front of you, kaidem shenasehashtar, and then the Rashbam points out that this concept of giving a moida is dafka kaidem mesiris hashtar. I will achrekain ein hamoida shaviklum. You cannot give a moida after writing a star. The imkain kol hashtar shabayilam. Every star that a person ever writes. If for whatever reason he regrets having getting himself into this situation, he can subsequently issue a disclaimer, and that can't be the case, or else every star would become puzzled. Therefore, we cannot use the concept of Maidah after the star was written. We can only use it before the star was written. You're able to get, or before the kidney is performed, you're able to declare in front of Adam, 
this act of Kenyan or this shtar that I'm writing is going to be is being done against my will, and therefore I don't I don't really agree to it. And subsequently, I'm going to come to Bezdin. I'm going to claim that I was under duress, and I'm going to prove it by bringing your aides to Bezdin, or which you have. He's not telling them to write it, but they have the right to write it, and he can bring that to Bezdin and prove that it was done under duress. Now, why doesn't he have to command them to write it? Says Rashbam in the next Rashbam, Any time it's to the benefit of the person, you don't have to have permission from the person. So in this case, recording his maida, his invalidation, through the taina of oinus, is something that's to his benefit. And therefore, the agent could write it even without a specific tzivoy to do so. Now, if... Now, the Gemara says on the bottom, Amri Nahardoi, Nahardoi says, Kol Maida, any Maida, the loik sibbe ananya dinan be, for oinsa, the planya, that doesn't say specifically that we know exactly what the oinus that he's referring to is. In other words, the Adim were not aware of what exactly the circumstances were. They just know that he told them that he was having an oinus. It was done under duress. So, love my dahi, that's not a valid my dah. The Adim have to know that the, what the circumstances of the oinus was. And that the Gemara says, what case are we referring to here? If we're talking about for a get, which this concept of my can work for a get to validate a get to, which will be discussed in Mitzvah Shem tomorrow, Shir, or the Matanasa, or a present, or a gift, Guluya Milsa Baalmahi. That's not, you're not trying to disqualify anything, you're just saying that you don't intend to do it. So therefore, why do they, Adam, have to know exactly what your reason is? You have every right not to give the present, and if you say, I don't want to give this present, so why should the present be chal? Nothing happened. The Edith Zvinin, if you're talking about a sale, you don't write a maida on a sale. My answer is, Now, we are talking about a sale, and where there was a clear oinus. Now, why doesn't a get and matana have to have a clear knowledge of what the oinus is? Everyone knows the person's reason why he doesn't want to give the get or the matana. The key of the Ain of Kabul Mammon B Matana, since he's not getting Mammon as a present, Ubi get Zesha Noisain, if Isa the Nikhale Litnamidaitai and and this get that he doesn't want to give, if Isa the Nikhale and if if he wants it, Litnamidaita, let him give give it willingly. Why do you have to go in front of witnesses and say, you should know this get that I'm giving, I'm giving him my I'm gonna make him my da that I am not I don't want to do it. Just don't do it. Why do you have to do him, give him a da? The Eloi Nicholai, Loi, Litain, Lovely Litain, I get. Umatana, Elevade Nenas beget the Matana. Hilsach Einsach Lafarish Einsai. Therefore, there's no reason to explain what the Einus was. The Loi Dummy because it's not like a sale. The Hassam Tarf Lafarish. Why? The Ekola Maymar, Stam Moicher, Loi Bertsoni Moicher. Most people don't sell something. Unless they're going to make money, Elam Mishum Chasar and Mois because they need the money. Vehilkach Ikol Meimar the Mas and Meida 
there's grounds by by sale. There's grounds to say that even though he went ahead and sold it, he really deep down did not want to sell it. And we could understand that there might be a situation where he had to sell it to get money quick. But tomorrow he's going to try to rescind the sale, and he's going to try to back out. So therefore, kasava hayoyimu l'machak sheyuli mois mafikno meida. I'll take out the paper that says the meida on it, but tavanale, and then I'll take in the bezin. But yachzakak shaliva niyashal moisav. So I'll just claim I'll make a meida, and that's the end of it. So therefore, the gemara says you have to adam have to know clearly that there's a situation of meida. And it wasn't simply the person getting cold feet or feeling forced to sell it because he needed some quick money. And it was actually a real case of a Inus. Now the Mechaber Paskins in Simon Reish Hey Sif Aleph. Misha Ansuhu Atcha Machar V'lokach Dmeh Someone that they forced him to the point where he sold something. V'lokach Dmeh And besides for being forced, he also accepted money for it. Afilu talu achamachar memkari memkar. Even if they literally hung him, they forced him until he sold it, it's considered a sale. Vein vimataltalin, vein bekaka. Why? Because we say that even when a person is forced to sell something, but since he's getting money for it, since there's two things together, there's being forced plus the fact that he got the money, we say that he, at the end of the day, even though he was through an Inus, he has a Gmir's death because since he's getting money, he's willing to sell it. Even though he didn't take the money in front of Adam. However, let's skip through our more here to the next part of the Mechaber. If he issued this disclaimer to nullify the coming sale, which is going to be done by Inus, and he said, and he said in front of two Adam, you should know, I saw the plane in the plane, that's what I'm going to sell this chayfet, or this field to so-and-so, I'm selling it because I'm being forced. The sale is bottle. Even if he was there for a few years, Says the Mechaber, Utsrich Rima Edim, Leda, Shahu Mercher, Pnea Oynes, Vishahu Onus, Vadai, Veloisha Yismuchal Piv. They have to know very clearly exactly what the Oynes was, and they have to make sure that it was actually an Oynes. And then, this Maidah, this disclaimer, is going to be Mavatal, the coming sale. So without a Bittal Maidah, well, I'm sorry, without a Maidah, the sale would be valid because you have the fact that he got money as well. So we say, Agav Ayn because he has both together, he's willing to sell. However, if he issues the, he tries to nullify the sale, something that's being done, and he says that it's going to be done against his will, the Adam know about it, then the, um, the this Maida effectively destroys the coming sale, and the sale would be bottled. Any Maida that does not say that he had an Oynes, it's not considered a Maida. Now the Sma on the side in Siv Beis, Siv Cotton Ches, 
says Zelashanatur. Afilum Eine Oynus. He's going actually going on to bed in the next Mechaber. But Medvorm Amurim B'Mecher. Avod Matana Emechila Ein Tzrichim Lahaker Oynsoi. Which was we said in the Gemara before that this concept that the Adam have to know what the Oynus was is only by a sale. But a Matana or Mechila they don't have to know what it is as long as he's saying that I don't really want to do this, we say that the Mechra is bottle, and the Sma explains why. The Since he says, I don't want to give it to him um, willingly, the Matana Mechila is nothing. The Dafu Gabi Mechra, because only by a sale we say, that we could say the sale is valid because he got money, so maybe he agreed. Masha'enken over here by Matana and Mechila, there, there's no reason to say that that he agreed to it under duress, because if he doesn't want it, let him just not do it. And since he went ahead and did it, we can assume that it was real. But, if he gives a disclaimer first, even if the Adam are not aware what the, what the real shot in the Aynas is, all the Adam need to know is, listen, what I'm about to do in a minute, I don't re- I'm not really doing it willingly, and therefore it's enough to invalidate the sale. Now, to extend the concept of Maida and the Yeser Ian over here, the Maram Lublin discusses a case of a person who couldn't repay all his debts. He owed many people money, and he approached this, his lender, a specific lender from the group of lenders that he owed money to, and he said, Let, let's negotiate a, a settlement for, let's say, half the amount of money. And they were going to agree to this settlement. But before the lender agreed to the settlement, he went in front of two Adam, and he issued a Maidah. He gave notice to the, to the Adam that he's nullifying the future settlement. Is this considered a Maidah or not? Now, why should it be considered being done under duress? What's the duress? So the duress over here is the fact that if he doesn't accept the settlement, the, the borrower is just going to skip town and he's going to get nothing. So he's forced to accept the settlement and agree to the settlement in order that he should at least get half. <coughs> but he still intends to take him to Bezin and claim the rest of the money later on. So basically he's going to try to collect his money in piecemeal and he's doing it in a way that's active, acting as if he's agreeing to the payment, but really he's not. So the Maram says that actually this is considered a duress. And the Maidah is going to work. And the Maram comes out, therefore a Maidah, which is given because of a, a financial duress, not an actual physical duress or some kind of threat, they're not actually twisting his arm or holding a gun to him to sell anything, but simply the fact that he knows he's not going to get any money. So therefore he agreed to it, and that's considered um, a, a, a valid Maidah, and he has the right afterwards to subsequently go ahead and claim it in Bezdin. The Hara Carmel in Chayshem Mishra Tzimel Lamedvav disagrees with the Pesach of the Maram, and he holds that that's not considered an Oynus, and therefore the Maidah is nothing. Now, what's the logic why it's not considered an Oynus? The Hara Carmel writes, because we're talking in a case over here where a person owed money to a lot of different people. Now, technically, he could have skipped hand. He would have paid nobody. He did a favor to this particular lender, and he felt some special affinity towards him why he felt he had to approach him and try to at least pay half. So he's going ahead and he's paying up as much as he could. 
Now, we're, we're dealing with just a little understanding why exactly we look at this as a favor if he owes him money. So there's a concept of misogyny l'balchayv. That means if a balchayv has no money at all, he says, I simply don't have money, and we know he doesn't have money, so what we'll do is we'll, we'll, we'll set up a payment plan with, as, with it, sometimes it could be a minimal payment. If he has really nothing, it could be very minimal. Now this fellow over here is technically sidestepping the massage of the Balchayv where the lender would have gotten less, and he's offering to, for, to push himself to do more than he's able to pay. So halakhically speaking, he could have gotten away in Bezdin with massage and the Balchayv. He could have gotten with a, away with a, a much lower payment plan. And he's going ahead and he's offering to do a higher payment plan. And, and therefore, we look at it as a favor. So it says the Harak Caramel, you cannot consider this an oinus. This is not a duress, if anything, the opposite. It's, it's actually relieving the lender of some of the stress because at least he's getting something when his other option would have been the same, he would have been in the same boat as all the other lenders and they would have had to have a situation of massage and about five. Since he's coming and approaching this particular lender and offering to settle, and they would make a handshake to settle for less, says the Caramel, that's not going to be considered um, a situation of duress. Now, it seems from this discussion that the Harakama would agree that if the person is simply playing games, and he does have money, but he's willing to, you know, to, to, to sort of, uh, his conscience is bothering him, so he's willing to at least pay half, and he comes to this guy and says, listen, could we sell for half? So the person could make a trick on him and he could be mice and my dog beforehand and he could say, I'm, I'm agreeing to this agreement, but I just want you to know I'm not really agreeing. I'm being done because I have no other choice right now. So he can go ahead and do it and then he can go take it to bed and afterwards and collect it. That's what it sounds like because Harakamal is only arguing from the angle of the fact that this person could have gotten a situation into a, into a worse situation of misogyny about Chaim and he's upping it, and he's bringing, he's giving a better payment, as opposed to a situation where the person technically was was able to collect everything. It's just the guy is a difficult person to deal with, so he's offering to pay at least half. In that case, perhaps the Harakamel would agree that if you're mice and my dog, you would be able to invalidate the agreement, and then subsequently claim the whole uh, monetary um, loan in the whole the rest of the loan in business.